If you love Arizona small school basketball, don't miss out on our Patreon. Here you can get bonus exclusive content that you cannot get on the podcast weekly. It's in our link tree. Go check it out. I promise if you're an Arizona small school basketball fan, you're going to love it. Here we do deep dives on teams, players, games, anything you can think of. It's a little bit of a different vibe. Don't miss out on your chance to join the small ball army. What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, where we discuss one of the hidden gems in Arizona, small school basketball. Here we talk about everything in the small ball scene. We cover scores, coaches, teams, and players. As coaches in the Valley, we understand that these teams don't get enough attention, and our biggest goal is to change that. We're here to keep you guys updated on everything small ball and ignore everything else because Honestly, Arizona small ball is just better than everything else. On our show, these guys are the stars. It is Monday, December 12th. Reyes is here with me as always. And I just want to remind you guys that if you tune into the show weekly, you are rolling with us every single podcast episode. Make sure that you go over to whatever platform you're listening to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's Spotify, follow and subscribe to the show. There's still, we've moved up a little bit. It's like 62% of our listeners are subscribed and following the show on their platforms, but that's not enough. So if you tune in every single week, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe. And then while you're there, make sure you leave us a rating. You know, there's a lot of hard work that goes into all this stuff with the podcast. And uh, if you want to show some support, we love those five-star reviews. Reyes, I got to tell you. It's good to have you back, buddy. Yeah. So when Jeff's usually says race is here as always, I wasn't there. <laughs> you weren't there last I week. I wasn't there last week. You left me. And I'm not gonna lie, it was rough. I've been excited to do this podcast with you because we're face to face again. It's face to face. I'm happy to see your face. <laughs> After I recovered from my terrible illness that I had. So, you know, it's 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 tough. So he, Coach Lou was down bad. Um yeah, it was it's pretty rough, man. He was really going through it. But Had to go to the ER. Glad he persevered, and um, you know he's back. And you know, like I said, we're here. You could rank it as top ten most intense sicknesses that anyone's ever had. So I'm back now, and I'm feeling great. So that's very exciting. <laughs> we're gonna talk about a lot of really great games that took on that went on last week. We're gonna talk about Santan Charter. We're gonna talk about Rancho. We're gonna talk about Phoenix Christian and Highland. Any other games that Reyes has in there? But before we get into games, you know, here on the podcast, we are always, we keep it positive, right? We talk about teams that are doing good. Right, so I'm going to put you on the spot right here, okay? Put me on the spot. There are some teams and some coaches that are not off to the start that they wish that they were off to. Correct. Okay. There are some teams and schools, their record, what their record shows doesn't reflect. Sure. You know? Sure. So what are some words of encouragement? that you would say to those coaches that are off to a rougher start and they're listening to this podcast like, dude, I wish I was one of those top teams that they're talking about. What's some encouragement you'd send their way? I don't know if you put I want to be one of those top. I mean, everybody wants to be a top team, but you don't cry about it or anything like that. Um, you stay the course, man. You embrace what is going on when things don't go your way. I mean, it's how you responded. Like I said, at the end of the day, like you're the captain of the ship. And so it's your job to lead this group of kids 
to be the team that you want them to be. And sometimes teams fall short, a little too short sometimes in multiple games. But <laughs> eight games, eight games. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, like I said, like there's a lot of schools. I'm pretty sure that you know their record. They're not too uh, super pleased with it or anything like that. But I mean, you said you just stay the course and you just rock with it because you know. The times are coming. You see the improvement. You keep highlighting the improvement. You keep finding out what needs to be fixed, and you fix it. And then you hope that reflects in the game. And hopefully, yeah. It's really good. That was life-changing for me. You're welcome. I want you to know that. Thank you. Let me answer this question now, okay? Okay. Is life fair? Life is never fair. <laughs> life. That's just been going through my head constantly. Life is never week. So I've been contemplating a lot of things lately, guys, and um, <laughs> life isn't fair. But I've always known that. Like I said, you know, when the opportunity is there, I've always taught you're supposed to just take it. You know what I mean? No matter what, you seize the opportunity. Like I said, it ain't for everybody. So everybody has to get out of the way because if the opportunity is in front of you, it's mine. You know what I mean? So if you had one chance to seize everything that you have one moment, want, one moment, would you take it or would you? <laughs> <laughs> we want you guys hey, to it's know. Good to be back, man. It's good to be back, Reyes. Uh, we just want you guys to know this, okay? Um, you think anybody caught that reference? Oh, come on. Of course. You know, right? there's some people I'm like, what is going on? No, I don't think so. I hope not. Here's the I'm thing. Saying. We're saying that because let's just be full disclosure. You know, uh, our team, we've had so many close losses at the beginning of our season, and we just keep reminding ourselves there's improvement every single game. And if you're in that same boat as us, we feel you. Okay. You're not alone. And, you know, just focus on those positives and, you know, something's got to give at some point, right? Because something's got to give because life isn't fair, but it's a little fair. At least I think I don't know. we'll see. So we're going to get into this. We got to start off by talking about I'm ready to say this race. And you tell me if, if you think I'm wrong. The hottest start in Arizona small ball, Santan Charter. Man, that's am not, I wrong? I mean, no, you argue that you are right? absolutely right. <laughs> Coach Kyle over there is doing a great job with his group, young group, young core. They're so young. They're so young. Talented. Energetic, Ever. explosive. Like, they got the pieces, and they're, I mean, they've made noise. They're here. Like I said, in the beginning of the season, we had them at five. I think right now. I mean, well, we're we'll, going to release we'll, rankings we'll a little into, bit later. We'll get into that. Uh -huh. But they just keep climbing the ladder. They keep showing us and proving us why they're top F I don't even know how to say the name. Echelon. Echelon. I think. Echelon. I think that's how you say it. Top tier. Top tier. Let's that's just say good. top tier because I'm a little slow, so I can't really say big words. <laughs> <laughs> but they're a top tier program, like I said, and they really, you know, they've kind of just kicked down the door and just made their presence known, and they're not a team to be messed with. Yeah, and the last, their last three games have been very impressive. Uh, Santa Cruz Valley, they beat them at home 101 to 22. Mm. 101. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Uh, they beat Gilbert Christian at home. And at that point, Gilbert Christian was in our top 10 for the 3A, 68 to 56. I uh, got to watch that game. It was a great game. And they won at Veritas Prep, 75 to 43. So Santan Charter is rolling right now. They had a great game against Gilbert Christian, which is really what I wanted to highlight here because that was their most notable win of those like recent three that we talked about. They've just, they're loaded with young kids that are just dogging people, right? You got Zaire Richardson, 17 points per game, uh, four rebounds, uh, four assists. They share the ball really well, too, as you look at their assists. Um, Zaire Richardson, uh, Logan Johnston, who actually did some really good stuff for them against Gilbert Christian, had some nice yeah. finishes, 
caught the ball good and made some good choices with that. Then you got Jackson, 13 points per game, uh, 4.4 rebounds. You know, uh, Kylan Bonner, obviously, 15 points per game. I'm kind of, I thought he would be averaging more at this point. But the nice thing is he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. He has, he has a, the ability to, but he doesn't have to. He has to. the ability to, but like I said, he's actually surrounded by a lot of like mm-hmm. good players to where he's able to share. And a lot of these other players are actually able to pick up what he's not taking, I guess. Because he can take a lot more shots if he wanted to, sure. but he's just not because he has other kids that can fill those shoes. And I think that's a testament to what, Co- what Coach Kyle is doing over there at Santan Charter. Yeah, and then you got Bo Burns, you know, six points per game. Bo just, Burns. Just super saw. I love that name. Sweet it's name. A, it's really good to go together. And here's the thing about Santan Charter that was too much for Gilbert Christian. Gilbert Christian, a great program, you know, really awesome stuff there. They're tough, and they've played against some really good teams, mm-hmm. notably Fountain Hills, you know, uh, Holbrook, stuff like that. I felt like Santan Charter's guard play was on another level. And their pressure and their defense and their their offensive options and how they can attack you. It was just a little bit too much for Gilbert Christian. Because here's the thing. They don't, I mean, I know it's easy to say, like, oh, they have Kylan Bonner, who's like their number one kid, but all of these kids can attack you in different ways. So Correct, I, yes. I just I they're loaded at the guard spot and they're also young. All of those people that I named, there's only one on there that's a junior. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. there's only one that's a junior. The rest are sophomores and freshmen so they're just studs man they're lighting it up i'm super excited about them and just kind of where they're coming or where they're gonna go i don't see them losing again until they get to i think their next real big test is going to be the epic tourneys new year's classic there's going to be some really great teams there but i really like santan charter okay so let's get to this okay i'm gonna put you on the hot seat right now let me me put you on the hot seat real quick okay go ahead well actually put me on first and then i'll go you well, we have the same question. So you go first. What's because we did our rankings. What's your argument for putting Santan Charter at number one? Could you make an argument to put Santan Charter number one in the two? Oh, shoot. That, <laughs> ah, that's a good one. Wow. Um, do they have the best resume? They do have the best resume. Wins over Thatcher, wins over Gilbert Christian, win over Highland Prep, win over Highland Prep. Is there any resume that's better? I'm not going to make the excuses of, well, Thatcher, you know, whatever. No, 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 they beat him. They beat beat him. They beat him. Man. Uh, I mean, you can make the case. You can can definitely make an argument for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I can see it. It's just hard because there's that team that's just there, Mm -hmm. and we won't know until they play against each other. Right. You know, and. The bummers, they're not going to. That's uh, the bummer. And that's what's tough. But if you look at it, Coach Crooms, Crooms, Coach Crooms, Crooms, he's currently one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine and one. Mm-hmm. Good wins over some really good teams. Over some top teams. Top teams. I, I think. I think you can make a very strong argument. You can make it. You can definitely make a case for it. Nobody, if anybody looked at you and said that you were stupid, they would be stupid. I'd slap them across the face and be like, "You're stupid. Listen up." Because, I mean, they are. I mean, they beat our previous. Was it was it Highland Prep last week? Number three. I think they were four. Or they were four, or whatever they were. I forgot what they were. Mm -hmm. But. They were four. They were four. They were four. Mm-hmm. They knocked off a top four team. They beat a leading edge already. Mm-hmm. They beat a Thatcher who we projected well, early. They, they, they didn't beat leading edge. Oh, they didn't? They didn't beat Well, they beat a Thatcher where we projected 
They were at that point. They were top five in three A. Mm-hmm. So I mean, hey, I'll, I'm gonna say all I'm gonna say is this: I wouldn't be mad or shocked, and I don't think anybody should either mm-hmm. if they become number one. Yeah. Well, let's think about this though. Okay, realistically, this isn't a hot seat question. When powerpoints come out. What do they what do they fall? I mean, they're probably they probably are gonna sit number one or number two. They're number one, number two. I think the team that will challenge them is a rancho for PowerPoints because they beat North Valley. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So I mean that's gonna be really fun for them. Well, here's my hot it's not even really a hot seat question, but does Santan Charter have the best guard play in the small ball? Yes. Across the board, yes. Mm-hmm. Over because here's here's what I'm saying. That's a great question. That's a great. It's good to have you back, dude. That's an awesome question. Here's the thing: you look at you know a Phoenix Christian, right? You look at a Highland Prep. You look. I'm at, talking about three A and one A too. Oh, you're talking about three A. I'm thinking. I said 2A. no. I said small ball. You did say small ball. I huh? said small ball. Are they? Do they have the best guard play in small ball? So small ball, no. Two A, yes. Two A, yes. Yes, two A, yes. Because here's who the thing. challenges them in the small ball and just in general. Just in general, I mean, you got a Scottsdale, you got a Valley. I mean, come on, you got a Holbrook. Because here's the thing: when you look at them as a whole, you know, most teams they might have one or two guards that can go and and do some stuff. Sure. Santan has got about four or five. You know what I'm saying? Like they are just tough and they're, they're threats from everywhere. Correct. And and that's why I think about Holbrook. That's why I think about Scottsdale. I think about Valley. You know, so. I'm just excited about Santan Charter. We talked about them making super some noise excited. early on, and they're doing it. So, super huge shout out to Santan Charter. When does the, AZ, the AZ preps don't come out until next year, right? Their their rankings are like January. So. I think so. It's like January, that first week of January, or something like that. So, yeah. anyways, super excited about Santan Charter. They get a huge win over Gilbert Christian, and y'all know they're climbing up in our rankings that are coming out uh, later on today. And I do also want to say this too. On our Patreon, we're going to talk about our rankings in depth. So if you want to hear more about that, go check that out. And our reasons why and everything like yeah, that. Why, why we, we did it and all that. Yeah. Okay, let's join the Army. Next, join the Army, yeah. Let's move on to our next big game. It was Rancho at North Valley Christian. Mm. This was really fun to watch. You know, shout outs uh, to Coach. Um, shout outs to Coach. How is his name escaping me right now? Walker, for sending me uh, some game film on this. This is great. This is a really good game back and forth. Rancho and North Valley are number ones for the 2A and for the 1A. If I remember right, this is Austin Kramer, his first game back. I think it was like his ankle or something like that. Here's the thing that that my was my biggest takeaway from Rancho versus North Valley. You want to know what it was? Hmm, tell me. Royce Ramos. That kid. This is my biggest takeaway. He lit it up. He literally. So in the in the in the first half. Rancho had 20 points. Ramos had 13 of their 20 points. He was three for five from three. I think. How do you stop that? I think he ended. He was either five for eight or four for six from three. I think it was actually more than that, but he was just stroking it. Here's the thing. If you're following small ball stuff, Rancho last week. Bless you. Thank you. (laughs) I feel blessed. If if you're following all the small ball stuff last week, Rancho had a big game and they played against Perry. And they didn't do very good against Perry. And the main reason for that is because Ramos did not play. He got a technical and got ejected from the previous game. I think they were playing at Sedona. Yeah. And because of that, he couldn't play against Perry. And I watched that game. And they were just out of sorts, you know. Rancho is like their piece, their calming presence. They didn't have that. So they really struggled because of that stuff. But Ramos in this game was back. He made a huge difference. I'm just telling you, if you're playing against Ramos, you cannot sleep on his three ball. He's got a great three ball. 
Uh, I mean, how many other bigs do you know that are like six six that can shoot it like that? I mean, he was doing step backs off the dribble, off of screens. I mean, he's tough. He shot it really well. And I think that was obviously the key factor against North Valley. I think North Valley competed really well. Um, it would be kind of fun to see North Valley upset Rancho. Honestly. It would have been fun. It would have been super fun. Yeah. Yeah, the guard play was great from both teams. Uh, should you be worried about Rancho in the two-way? That's a great question. Right now, I'm going to say no, because I know Coach Trigg. I know he's going to do a great job with those kids. Uh, Vargas did a really good job in this game. He's really great penetration, really good with his decisions and all that. Um, I'm going to say this, too, about Rancho as a whole, as a team, because I'm this is a difference between Rancho and some other 2A teams. Rancho, their team defense in the half court was very good. Solid. It was super stout. And I think that, that that's a difference. There's not – I'm watching 2A teams. Like, there's good defense and maybe some, like, okay individual defenders. Mm. Rancho as a team, their defense was smothering to North Valley. It really bothered them. They struggled to get into a rhythm because of that. I thought the biggest issue is execution down the stretch and making plays. Rancho just did that a lot better than North Valley Christian did. So I'm not really worried about Rancho. Their guards are going to get better. They look younger. They're going to get better. And those those key things to compete are there, you know. So, so so let me ask you this: Rancho ends up beating North Valley Christian, and they do it. The score spread, I think it was ten points, nine points. Rancho beats North Valley Christian. Let me find the score because I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, fifty-two to forty-one. So fifty-eleven. 50, fifty-two to forty-one. What does this mean for both teams moving forward? Let's start with with North Valley. What does this mean for North Valley moving forward? Should they be concerned? I wouldn't be concerned at all. I think this kind of puts a little pedigree on a North Valley, just showing that they're obviously able to compete with North uh, Rancho. Sure. Um, if I'm a, if I'm a one eight team, I'm a little worried right now, just mm-hmm. knowing that like, hey, like North Valley just competed with one of the better two A teams, and only lost by eleven. I mean, it's gonna be tough to see how other one A teams approach a North Valley because every other one A team that has challenged North Valley hasn't challenged North Valley. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. So, and like I said, we had a Cicero Prep who lost by six. Mm-hmm. That was the only team that so That was the closest one. That was the closest one, but everybody else has either lost. I mean, some people have gotten 50-bombed. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, um, you know, a Desert Christian, they're a very competitive mid-major 1A. Yeah, we're going to see them on December 19th. Oh, and you see a January 9th match against Mogollon in a Gregory School you know, Vince Edwards is back. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I think North Valley is kind of sitting on top, and I think they're just kind of overlooking everybody to see who's going to challenge them sure. in that state tournament. Because right now, I'm just not seeing really any teams that could potentially – I shouldn't say that. But right now, I think uh, North Valley sitting comfortable. I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. No, that's great, and I agree with everything you said. What does this mean for Rancho moving forward? I, I'm not necessarily worried about it, but it's almost a little alarming just knowing that how close it was. You're saying no, not necessarily. It's just this isn't the same rancher that we've seen in the past five mm, years. Sure, like this isn't the same group. Their team defense is always going to be great. Coach Trey's obviously going to put them in great positioning. Mm-hmm. But as far as guard play, I think there are some other schools in the two way. That doesn't not necessarily can match their guard play, mm-hmm. but it's fairly similar. Like a Santan Charter guard play, it's better than compared a to a Rancho guard yeah, play. Different. I'm just saying, if Rancho's like identifier or like 
Defire is Royce Ramos. Mm-hmm. That's right. what separates Rancho from everybody else. Mm-hmm. They have a six six, you know, forward who can stretch the floor, who can put the ball on the floor, who can post up and seal. Mm-hmm. He's just a monster. His overall game is just incredible, mm-hmm. and that's what Rancho has. But I think a lot of two way teams, specifically. Their guard play can match up really well against Rancho. Sure. Well, and I think another thing that Rancho has going for them is their schedule. I mean, they're going to be ready to go. They're battle. I mean, look, I mean, let's just talk about it real quick. I know we don't want to go too much into this, but I'm just going to mention some teams. I'm not going to mention the dates. They are going to play a Valley Christian. They're going to play a Highland Prep. They're going to play an ALA Lutheran. They're going to play Glendale Prep, a Phoenix Country Day, a Scottsdale Christian. Yeah, I mean, that is a really legit schedule on the tour. We talked about them in our, one of our previous episodes as far as toughest schedules in each conference. I mean, that's going to be something that will help distinguish them from a lot of different teams. So, And it's going to help them come tournament. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Another day. Yeah, you're right. Tournament only matters. And we know this about Coach Trigg. He don't care about losing in the regular season. Oh, he it's, it's all about getting your team ready for the playoffs, and he's going to try to make a run at this thing. And honestly... He's a really good shot. They're going to have a really good shot. To they have a really thing. good shot. And like I said, and that's the difference between a lot of these, even these top 10 teams in the two-way, you know what I mean? Like, Coach Trigg is doing a really good, getting their kids battle-tested. Yep. They're playing the 6 A's. They're playing the 5 A and 4 A's. Mm-hmm. And not just any mid-major. They're playing, like, top 5, 4 A's, 5 A's, even a 6 A. Like, they got in the Vista Mesa Basketball Challenge, they're playing Chaperone Peoria for one of their two games. Mm-hmm. Both teams are going to be respectedly in their top 5, top 10 in their conference. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, their guards may not be as skilled as a lot of the other two-way guards or more as athletic, but they're going to be ready. They're going to have experience against a really good team, against good pressure. Yep. They're going to they're gonna see it all is what I'm trying to say. Really excited about Rancho moving forward. And also, I don't know if you're listening or not. But you need to. But the people that were doing the broadcasting for North Valley Christian and the Lion's Den. That's what they called it, which I thought was cool. That's cool. Thank you for the shout out. Uh, they they talked about us a little bit on there. So if you're listening to this, we appreciate you. Thank you for the support. It's really nice. Let's move on to Phoenix Christian versus Highland Prep. Let's do it. This was such a great game, man. Man, oh man. The little videos and the little snippets. I was able to follow a little bit. Two good teams just going at it. Two of the best teams in the small ball. I loved how close it was. I loved how competitive it was. The main thing I was praying for is that it wouldn't be a blowout. And it wasn't, you know. So let's just talk about this really quick. I actually got to, this was when I was down bad and I was really sick, you know. I was almost on the verge of death. Yeah, you were. I was. So I got to watch this game in, in like very good detail in the comfort of my room with the corn bag under my under my feet and, you know, drinking some some really good, like, vitamin C and emergency and stuff to help me feel better. Reyes is looking at me like he's lost all respect for me. <laughs> so let's talk about this, okay? Really, Phoenix Christian versus Highland Prep was a story of two halves. The first half, neither team really shot it very good at all. Phoenix Christian's in the zone. Highland is in a man. And both teams really struggled to kind of get into a rhythm. Let me just say this, okay? Tommy Randolph. And Colin, you still never sent me the pronunciation of your name, big dog. So I'm going to say it wrong again. I'm just going to say Colin C. CC. No, C-C. that's not a goal. The big dog. Okay. Um, Colin Cothamal. These are the two most impactful players for Phoenix Christian. They were tough in this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Tommy Randolph, it looked like he can get to the rim at will. Whenever he decides to get to the rim, every single game that I watch, his first step has it's is, tough, and he's so strong, and he's under control this year. His improvement 
from last year to this year is awesome. So I don't want to, I've already said that in previous episodes, so I don't want to say it again, but I'm just seeing it so much. So that's super cool because I know he's worked on his game and been in the, in the lab. So super happy for you on that, Tommy Randolph. Now, Presley eBay, the main guy for Highland, especially in the first half. Okay, so so here's the story of the halves. This shows you how much time I had. Okay. So in the first half, both teams had about like 24 or 26 possessions. Okay. okay. I counted every every team's possessions. Okay. okay. I respect so, that. So each team had about 24 or 26 possessions. Uh, in the second half, they both ended in like the mid-60s at the end of that half. So just kind of looking at that, they more than doubled their possessions. They came out in the second half, and it went from like a very slow down, like maybe a little bit of nerves. They came out just guns blazing, man. Uh, Highland came out in the, in this extended zone. Um, Cohen Hill started to come alive with some threes. So did Presley eBay. And this extended zone, I really liked for them. I think that they should go to that more. And it really created some chaos. They had eBay up at the top. I think it was like a one two two or something like that. And he really created a lot of chaos. They got a lot of uh, deflections. They went over in transition. It was good. Here's the thing. In the end, Phoenix Christian was too much for Highland as a whole. I thought that the key to this thing was transition. Mm. Phoenix Christian got so much more in transition. Highland Prep didn't get that much in transition. And I thought that was the thing that really separated these two teams. So, I mean, I don't know. We know that transition is extremely important. Super important. What are some things that helps a team get out into transition even better? Get out or stop the transition? Like get out into transition. Like you want to tell your team to get into transition. Like what are some ways to help them get into transition? You make sure that your point guard, I mean, usually, I mean, even us a couple years back and just, you know, we usually tell our point guard like, hey, like don't crash the boards. Let your big man do that and be ready on the leak. Because mm. like, think about last year's team, our big man would catch it. And our point guard immediately would look up, look up, and our point guard is down the court. Even if it's just a half court pass, and then another one because we had good runners. Um, just sprint the lanes, you know, find the lane, get it to it. Um, obviously working that in practice. Yeah, I mean that's just one thing I can think of just to really up your game in the transition is make sure that your point guard is already on the go. Sure, I think too. Like, and this is so simple, but getting a stop and getting a rebound. You know what I mean? Like stops and rebounds that can lead to transition well, and just pushing that. Ball. And a lot of teams that I've noticed just watching a lot of games this season so far, the big man, whoever it is, they'll grab a rebound and then they wait, right? Let the, let the point guard come. So you get the rebound, you look up. Sure. I, if you want to push in transition, look up. Yeah. You, you never, you never know what you might get. Now we're not saying this to force there to throw like a heave. Like I say, we don't want that or anything like that, but you want a good solid forward pass. Right. And hopefully you have someone in the lane line coming through, you know. Yeah. I, I thought that was the biggest key there. I think that Phoenix Christian got out into more transition than Highland Prep. Yeah. And that, that was what really separated them. I think bigger thing for both teams is they have to both find out how to get more involvement from their supporting cast. Mm-hmm. You know, for Highland Prep, Presley eBay, Cohen Hill, there's a couple other players that are kind of like, you know, they'll come up and show up in big moments or whatever. Phoenix Christian, Tommy Randolph, Colin Cothamol, like they're very consistent, you know. Who are your other players that you can find a way to get involved in the game that will be impact players, right? I think that's a huge key for both teams moving forward. With a championship round on the mind, right, because both of these teams want to win championship, you got to have your third and fourth guy stepping up and making plays. Sometimes you got to find ways to help them get into that role. So what plays do you draw up to help them get involved? You know, I'm thinking of Phoenix Christian, right? Like you got like a Bryce Anderson. 
how do you find a way to get that kid involved a little bit more you know well that's my um, thing because like, all that for a rancho a very detailed oriented team when they play a phoenix christian mm-hmm. they're gonna do anything possible to take tommy randolph off the game sure so it's up to coach right there to figure out how do you how to get a bryce anderson going how to get their big man going or yeah. Um, Xavier Sandoval, sure. right? Yeah. How do you get these guys going? Because let's just be honest, like a lot of good teams will take out your best player. Or they try, They'll to. try to. And it's not saying that Tommy Randolph will be stopped, but it's just like. I don't think he will. I'm going to be honest. But you're going to slow him down. Yeah, or slow him, down. slow him down. There you go. And then where, how is he going to be an impact player if he's slowing down? Like you got to have other options sure. than, than just one. Yeah. And I think that's even true for Highland Prep moving forward. So. I was just thinking out loud, right? Because I'm watching this game. I would think about almost zoning Phoenix Christian. Um, they did a lot of ball screens to try to get like mismatches, and then Tommy would just look to turn the corner and get downhill, or he would feed that call in down low, you know? Mm. Um, I just wonder what it would look like if you packed the paint. Because Tom- seen it. Well, but Tommy Randolph, he's shooting better this year. Like he hit a couple threes, I think, if I remember in this game. Like he looks a lot more confident. So it's not as easy to just say, like, oh, gap that kid. Um, but I don't know. I just I wonder what it would look like if you packed the paint with them and how they would do with that. And also Highland kind of struggled to get into a rhythm against their zone. So I don't know. I'm just counting out loud. I oh. saw a team play a two three zone against Phoenix Christian away when Phoenix Christian was away. And I saw Tommy Randolph pump fake at the top of the key. The kid bit. He goes down the lane and then just rises up and just dunks it. So don't zone him. Zonas. <laughs> Zonas. We can see more of that, right? Let's That's just awesome. See what happens. <laughs> and to be fair, like the other team's big was like 5'11. Sure. 5'10. Sure. Tommy ran up 6'2, 6'3. Right. Yeah. And just built like a man. Grown man going down the lane. Yeah. Super athletic. You tell me who's going to win that battle. We know. You don't have to tell me. We know. I saw it. <laughs> you missed it, didn't you? When you were at that game, I was recording another thing. And I recorded like a silly, not even stupid three, but I said, I recorded the three and then literally the next possession, I'm on my phone real quick to like put it in my pocket. And then I hear, oh, and I'm like, yo, what happened? <laughs> it's great. So, so either way, this, I'm glad was, I missed it. Th- this was a great game. Phoenix Christians rebounds from their loss against leading edge Academy. They beat Sedona. They beat Highland prep at home. So obviously, you know, they're rising in our rankings and somebody commented on, uh, uh, our Twitter and said, you know, don't give up on Phoenix Christian. Hey, we ain't we ain't giving up on Phoenix Christian. I'm still they're still my favorite to win the two A. Okay, and would you agree with that? I agree. Are they your favorite? Are they my favorite? Uh-huh. Sure. No, 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 no. Come on, now. Are they your favorite to win the two A? Why not? Okay. You don't seem super. I'm, I don't know now. I don't really have a favorite. It's a, it's a toss up for me, honestly. I for all the Phoenix Christians listening, up, or for all the Cougars, the Cougars, for all the Cougars listening, Cougars. <laughs> I want you to know, Phoenix Christians still my favorite to win the two A. Really like their squad and what they got going on. Um, you know, we hadn't given up on them, but you know, obviously you're going to drop after you lose a, a game well, like that. So, and I think fans need to understand this too. Like our rankings, we're super unbiased. You gotta yeah, think about really it. Do. Like when Phoenix Christian lost, they were at number one. And when they lost, we brought them all the way down to six or seven. I thought it was seven. 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 That's just what happens. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, the other thing too is like, well, we don't need to get into all that. But yeah, tune in for the Patreon if you want to hear that. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll give it to you straight. Why? Right. Exactly. So are there any other teams that you want to mention in this opening segment? I mean, we could mention Holbrook. They took care of business at Round Valley. They want it. It looks like they've maybe maybe they have you know pointed things in the right direction and they won the round valley tournament without my tapaha yeah what was up with him he's still hurt really um he probably won't be back for another three weeks oh. but their their team obviously hasn't playing really well with each other mm-hmm. um it's really good to see quinn thomas uh the other tapaha kid, oh, what's his name met pesci mm-hmm. i think yeah Especially, and then obviously you have a Noah Brown. Um, it seems like Holbrook's kind of clicking on all cylinders right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think, per sources I've heard, I don't think he's being. I don't think he's going to be back by Valley. But before, and also hold up super quick because we're gonna dive deep into something real quick before we get into our new segment of the you know match of the week, whatever. Shout out to Chinley. You know you took care of business at your tournament. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know what I mean. Pretty good teams over there. So, like I said, I just want to congratulate you guys. Keep working hard. Like I said, the radar is on you guys. We just got to see a little bit more. Um, anyways, breaking news in the small – not even breaking news, really. But I don't know what you're about to I, say. I, you're I, making, me, not, you're making Valley, me nervous right now. I watched Valley Christian play over the tournament, whatever. The Pepsi tournament. The Pepsi Holiday Classic. So, what are your thoughts on that? They look really good. They look different without Luke Shaw. Mm. They're a different team without Luke Shaw. Very. So, so what's the word on his injury? Do we know? Uh, supposed to get MRI. So I guess we'll kind of, you know, hope hags them. If you're listening, give us a live update. But <laughs> as far as I, we don't know yet. It could just be, you know, just a deep bone bruise or something like sure. that. Maybe it's inflamed. I don't know. Season mm-hmm. injury? Probably not. Maybe out for a couple of days or weeks. We'll, I guess we'll kind of see what happens. But mm-hmm. um, I saw, I got two looks at Valley without Luke Shaw and obviously Grant Woods. Sure. Um, Thoughts? The Greer brothers. I mean, obviously everybody, but number 44, I think it's Will Greer, and I hope I didn't mess that up, Greer Brothers. I'll check for you right now. You keep talking. But um, The the boy can shoot. Yeah. He lit it up. Oh, my Lanta, he lit it up. I forgot who they were playing. Maybe it was ALA Lutheran. He had like five threes in the first half. The I'm, first half. I could be exaggerating this. Those are Reyes Herrera numbers right there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but no, he really did lit it up. Valley Christian is so big and pause. It's really long. Pause. Huh? Um, but no, yeah, but like you said, um, I mean, you got the Greer brothers that are about six five, six four ish, and then you got the um number ten kid. Ah, oh, what was his name? He's like their best defensive kid, I think, on Valley Christian. So, so let me clear up some things here. Okay, so forty four is Greer. It's Kyson Greer, I think, or Carson Carson Greer. Um, so number four, no, it's Kyle Greer. Kyle Greer, Kyle and then Greer. five is Will. Uh, and then five is um, it's a C. Greer, you want to take a guess at that? C. Uh huh. No, I don't want to take a guess at it. <laughs> so Norman's name Will. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. This is messing with my mind. Oh my okay, god, hold dude. Up. This is so funny. So forty-four. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Forty-four is Kyle Greer. Okay. And then um, number um five is carson greer i thought that they were both carson but one was with a c and the other one was with a k and i was like bro who would do that <laughs> but yeah 44 is their guy kyle greer um the sniper that you're saying averaging 10 points per game six rebounds per game um 1.2 steals per game and then you know what we don't want to hear how much they're doing let, let's look at let's look at their shooting 
right? Because that's what everybody wants to know about, right? Shooting 39% from three. <laughs> Luke Shaw shooting 40% from three. He's 19 for 48 on the season. Uh, Tamini, a senior, is shooting 43%. He's nine for 21. Um, Wallace, a junior, shooting 36%, five for 14 yeah, that's that's ridiculous, man. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. And like I said, they use their body really well in the paint. Um, they got a couple other key players, obviously, that are really doing a good job. There are a lot of role players. Um, I thought Valley Christian did a really good job running their sets. Um, they actually were killing a lot of the other teams with the read line, you know, back cutting. Back cuts, yeah. Yeah, just killing them. Um, overall, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different look. They did play a zone. I thought it was fairly lazy. I'm just saying. Um, but like I said, they're so long and they kind of rely on that. So, I mean, it's also a tournament play, tournament so, play. you know, you're right. They did play against a very good Vista Marietta team. And, um, it was kind of good to see that because, um, in that Pepsi holiday classic, they killed Coco, which is the four, a team. They're pretty good for a They killed them by like 50, didn't they? 83 to 34. Oh they play North, God. they play Northland prep. 76 to 34 and then they play arizona lutheran 70 to 44 and like i said so valley's just not getting challenged at all right and then luke i believe goes down in the northland prep game if i'm not mistaken or coco game okay so he wasn't there for the ala game they play this team from california vista marietta and they lose 60 to 42 Mm -hmm. but i mean vista marietta was actually a really good team they had some pretty good size to match they didn't have luke shaw for that game and they didn't have luke shaw or grant woods so i mean the outcome could have been different but I mean, it like, would have been different. Whoa. You're looking at 27 points right there. Luke Shaw's averaging hey, 27 a game. Hey, don't get mad at me. I'm just reading what I'm seeing. I know. I'm just saying, dude. Hagsima, don't get mad. I'm just reading what I'm saying. Oh, you get mad at him, dude. That's crazy. Get mad. It's crazy, Todd. I love that. No, but I'm just saying. So, I mean, it was actually kind of nice to see a team, obviously, you know, get value, get a little bit better. And then Coco get a little bit better. At the end, we watched that. So Coco lost to Valley 64 to 51. And Coco almost kept it close. But like I said, Valley did a really good job, you know, making shots when they needed to. Sure. And their defense obviously tightened up towards the end of the game. Just surrounded by shooters. Surrounded, surrounded by, by shooters. Yeah, their offense is pretty, pretty deadly. And hopefully that Luke shot gets back. And then, like I said, you add a Grant Woods. A little so, scary hours, maybe. So let me ask you this then. Absolutely. This this whole intro segment, I'm loving this. This is great. Okay. Holbrook versus Valley. Without my boy, my. How do you feel? I guess we can get get into this in our next segment, huh? I guess we can get into this in our next segment. If okay. you we can do it in our next segment. Sure, dude. So that way you can make a prediction. Has your prediction changed at all? Nah. You're still rolling with your boys? Roll my, my boys. Okay, I like that. My road runners. I'm going to one-up you on this, okay? Because you said you saw Valley. I took a little trip this weekend. No, you didn't. I got in my car. No, you didn't. And you drove to the hospital because you were crying. I got <laughs> you know we've been kind of mentioning this i was feeling very sick at the pepsi tournament and i thought that something was wrong with my wisdom teeth so i had to take the second day off and i went all the way to prescott just to get my wisdom teeth looked at and the dentist the oral surgeon pretty much came in and looked at me and said hey dude there's nothing wrong with your teeth and i'm like oh he's pretty much just being a baby so i've been kind of you know playing that up i'm not going to live that down because i really thought i was dying so anyways uh, i'm better now I, I took a trip though. You didn't take a trip. Got in the car, got the keys, started it up, got the GPS, and you know what I typed in the GPS? Holbrook. Santa Fe Christian High School. Oh. And I went out to California, or as the kids say in my class, Cali, 
And I watched Scottsdale Christian play against Santa Fe Christian. You're such a liar. I'm not lying. All right, Coach Anderson, I know you're listening. If you listen to this, I want you to know I was hiding in the stands. I was going to say hi to you, but then I had to come back home, and, you know, my tooth was hurting and all that. So I had to go. You're such a bad liar, dude. You're lying. I so got bad. to see Scottsdale play against Santa Fe Christian. How'd that look? It was rough. If you look at the score, um, it was it was pretty rough. Um, and I think that uh, here's the thing. It, it was a hard game to do. So it wasn't an accurate picture of Elijah Williams wasn't playing. So that was a big bummer. I drove all the way to Cali, to Cali and I didn't even get to see, you know, like the premier player from Scottsdale Christian. Uh, the score wasn't very close. Santa Fe Christian's good. They're a good team. Like they're they're really good. Uh, they remind me of Scottsdale like three or four years ago. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yep, I know what you're talking about. So it's a good team. Here's the thing that is interesting about Scottsdale. Uh, it was like Fan and Weber. Those those were the two main guys, and it was a lot. You know, like usually when you think of Scottsdale, you think of like they come down, they're patient, they run awesome sets, and they just get exactly what they're looking for, and then they just you know rip your defense apart like that it wasn't as much like that like fan was doing a lot more on the ball very aggressive you know like it was an on ball screen and then just like he went to work did some dribble moves got to the middle and just threw up like a shot and i mean he threw up some great shots i'm not saying they were bad weber also has the ultra green light i mean when they're coming down in transition i mean there was a couple times when he just pulled a three you know like he gets a rebound comes down just pulls up and just takes it which is just different from scottsdale than we had in the past you know, they're usually very much getting to their sets and then get exactly what they Do want. Do you like this new Scottsdale look? Well, yeah. I mean, shoot, what would you like? A pit bull who's on a leash or a pit bull who's loose, you know? Pit bull on a leash. It looks cool. <laughs> like the little spikes and stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it Scottsdale looks very different, but they look dangerous because it looks like they have a lot of freedom to operate. So I think that's something to kind of keep in mind moving forward. But it was great to see them play. Fan looks like he's on a mission, dude. You know what I want to ask Coach Anderson? Maybe I'll send him a text after this. Who Who's better now? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh. fan his senior year or fan now? I don't know. Well, that's a good one. That is a good one. Well, because if you think about it. I might say it's fan now. I think. Well, it's hard to say because think about the fan before fan. That's what I'm saying. But he was he did such a crucial. Hey, but fan before fan won two states. So, so this one that's two he won he two, won two. He won two. <laughs> but, three. hey but his brother was leading the ship on one of them that's true yeah okay. he was leading the ship on one of them too it's true <laughs> <laughs> coach anderson we're have to send you a text okay if you haven't gotten a text yet it's coming through okay now but yeah so really interested to see all this um, other things to note that I want to mention really quick. PCD had a big win over Trivium. They sure uh, did. Trivium lost two against PCD and against Pima. Uh, so, I mean, a huge win for PCD. I think what we mentioned like a few weeks ago in the podcast is that we do not see PCD staying towards the bottom. We see them steadily climbing up in the rankings, and that's also coming to fruition. Another thing I want to say is Fort Thomas against Cicero Prep. Fort Thomas got a huge win over Cicero Prep in the 1A, and this is really significant because Fort Thomas has got some dudes over there, okay? Number 25, Rambler, had 38 points in this game. So he was just on a tear. He went off. So just wanted to really highlight that because I thought that was a, really a, an interesting game to know. I think they ended up winning by it was either 10 to 12 or to 8. It was right there in that range. So it was a huge win for them moving on in the 1A. 
Okay, is anybody else want to mention before I move on to our next segment? I think that's pretty good. Let's move on to our next segment, and yeah. Okay, so that's good. <laughs> so let's move on to our next segment. But first, check this out. Tis the season for some self-care. Our friends over at Manscaped are here to clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to white elephant, Manscaped products are on top of every wish list. Ladies, you looking for a solid gift for your man? Well, guess what? Look no further. Manscaped is offering 20% off plus free shipping. All you have to do is go to manscaped.com and use our code AZSmallBall. Again, that is AZSmallBall. Fellas, remember, taking care of your basketballs are important, so do not neglect your balls. So go on, head over to manscaped.com, use our promo code, and go get right. So here's some of our matchups of the week. We're going to start with Monday, and we're only picking four. So uh, we tried to pick some teams that we thought were just really caught our eye this week. Here's some some games to watch out for. Monday night tonight, 7 p.m., Palo Verde Magnet at Florence. Florence has been on a tear lately. We should say this. We were dangerously close to putting them in our top 10 for this upcoming week. I mean, they're, they're just right on the cusp. If we were doing our top 10 for the 3A and then 1, they would probably be 11 or 12 or something like that. They're right on the cusp for us of being in our top 10. Palo Verde Magnet goes into Florence, into the Gophers hole, and tries to... Oh, that's not a good one. Pause. That, that was not good. Into the Gophers' den. I don't know, y'all. Tell me what you what you have your... Just keep going. Your gym calls. Just, just keep, going. keep going. Just keep going. And I'm just going to be honest. I think Palo Verde Magnet is very talented, and they're young, but they're going to have their hands full with a very good Florence team that is always going to be physical and hard-nosed. Obviously, Florence is going to be led by Brandon Farley, uh, averaging 24 points per game. Um, six rebounds per game, three assists per game, and two blocks per game. We always say that kid's sneaky athletic, but he's not alone. He's also got senior Madden, who's 12 points per game, eight rebounds, and I'm just looking at this right here. His number is 52, and yeah, he's 6'2". That's their big, and then also, they're they're not by themselves either. They've got uh, Bradeen, 11.5 points per game, I mean, they've just got a lot of kids that are, there's a couple kids there that are like 7.3, 4.3 points per game. I really like Florence in this game. I got Florence winning this one at home, and I say it's like a 15 to 20 point game. Uh, let's go like 65 to 65 to 50. That's what I got. Hmm. What do you know about Palo Verde? Are you disagreeing with me? It looks like you disagree with me. Right no, now. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, that's a very, wait, how much is, what was the score again? Uh, 50 to 65, 15 point game. 15? 15. Wow. Um, I'm a little surprised about that score. I heard from one of our sources that Palo Verde is very young, but they are sure. on the up and coming, Um, which is true. They got a lot of scoring though. So they got balanced. Pretty balanced, honestly. Okay. So you have McGee, who's averaging 10 a game. You have Pippen, who's averaging 16. You have Rosie Martin, who's averaging 17.4 points a game. He's their leading average scorer. Mm. He's averaging about 17.4, two, about three rebounds a game, little under three assists, mm. and about two steals a game. Mm. Um, you also got one of their new play, not new players back. They also got Ortiz, who's averaging nine, but then they also got a player that they just got back against Walden Grove, and he dropped 19. So he's averaging 19, but that was his first game. Sure. Um, that's pretty good for his so first pretty, game, pretty balanced scoring. I like their shooting so far. They're not shooting it um, not terrible, honestly. Um, some of their guys can shoot a little bit. Rosie Martin shooting 39% from three. 
I got oh. you a better one than that. Mm. Brandon Farley, guess what percentage he's shooting from three right now? Below or under 30? It's over. You said below or under. 30, come on. <laughs> 43%. Try 56%. He's not shooting 56. I promise you, this kid is shooting 56%. He's 20 for 36 on threes for the year. 20 for 36? Check that out, big dog. Check that out. So I see your 39%, and I'll raise you at 56%. Suck on that. It's tough. It's tough. So who you got in this game? I'm going to go ahead and say Paolo Verde. Who has Paolo Verde played of note up to this point? Paolo Verde up to note? So they played a lot of big schools, but they said, we don't care about big schools. Screw them. Sure. Well, I think especially in the South sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, well, to be honest with you, they haven't really played anybody, but I like this matchup and I think this is a great coming out party for them. So you're just you're going on your on your gut right just now. My gut. Okay. I'm riding with you, Coach Smith. Don't let them down. Titans. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's move on to Tuesday or Wednesday. Let's go to Tuesday. Okay, so let's move on to Tuesday. Let's pick our game for Tuesday. Big time matchup. We got Trivium Prep versus the rain, not raining, but I guess because they're in the two A now. But you know they're the reigning the, champion for the one A or the one A. Milk, milk, not milk, but milk. Milk. Okay. And here's the thing, Mojave Accelerated. If you're listening to this, I know yo low key we've been catching hate from them. We have been, and I appreciate that. You know, Aiden Huniger has been low key dishing, bro. No, it's not Aiden Huniger. See, that's exactly why we're catching heat because. <laughs> Keep thinking about the other team. That's I'm why. It's his, it's his brother. little brother, Jackson Honiger. I'm sorry, okay. Aiden. You're awesome. And reliving in the moment, reliving in the past, living in the past. We got to move forward. That's what Time, we're doing. Right move here. forward. You're yeah. right. So Mojave Accelerate. We've been catching some heat for them because you know they did lose a lot from last year and they moved up into the two A. The reason why I love this game is we're going to find out a lot about Mojave Accelerated. Mm. If Mojave Accelerated can get a win here against Trivium Prep. Is this at Trivium Prep or at Mojave Accelerated? This will be a home game for Trivium Prep. So if they can go into Trivium and get a win over there. Which we know their student section at Trivium is bananas. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to say a lot about where they're at. Obviously, they're led by Jackson Huniger and Luca, and uh, Tyson Banks and Lucas Leslie. They've got some size. T-Banks. Let's be honest. I think they have more size than Trivium Prep. I'm excited about this matchup. I think it's good. And what I'm really excited about from Mojave Accelerated is this is a chance for them to move into our top 10 if they get a win here against Trivium. For Trivium, this is a little bit pressure. They've lost two in a row this past week. Now you're moving into this week. If they lose against Mojave Accelerated, they're out of our top 10. They could get bumped. I mean, that's possible. You know, depending on everything else that happened. The possibilities are endless. They're endless. So I'm really excited about this game. Who you got in this game? I think I already know who you got. Who, who do you think I have? I think you got Mel. Really? I think you got Mel. I got Trivium. Interesting. I have Trivium too. Okay. Um, Why do you have Trivium over Mel? I think the experience, just who they've played. Mm. It's not that Malk hasn't played any good teams, but compared, compared to Trivium, and don't let the records fool you. Six and one and three and five. I don't care a crap about any of that because sure. Trivium's battle tested. Right. They've. God, dude, they haven't been let up, dude. Think about this. Besides, ever that, since that Millennium Tournament, ever since that Millennium Tournament, and besides Odyssey and American West, uh, American Leadership Academy, West Foot Hills, mm-hmm. I should say West Foot Hills. Um, they played PCD and Pima. Now they're going to Malk. I think they're battle tested. I think they're ready. But I wouldn't be surprised if Malk 
wins, I think the way they win, I think Hunter and Tyson Banks have to have a really good game. Sure. And Lucas Lesley has played really awesome defensively. I think that they need to handle the pressure. I've that for that, me, that's the biggest key. If they can do that with their guard play, that's that's going to be in the half court. It's going to be interesting because of the size difference. Um, like I said, I think Coach Randall's going to do a really good job, kind of putting his kids in a really good position. If I were him, I'd kind of switch it up though with the pressure. With the pressure, you know, would you some different looks? Really, I'd still pressure, but I would just switch it up. Maybe do it in different times and stuff. Different times, just yeah, just because yeah. if you do it all the time, I mean. If it works, it works, right? I mean, if it works, but I'm it just works. saying, just kind of like a little surprise them here and there. You just never know what's going to happen. Keep Mojave on their toes. Sure. Um, I got Trivium. Ooh, actually, nope. I got Trivium winning. I'm gonna go ahead and say by eight, uh, fifty-two to sixty. I got Trivium by ten. Okay. Fifty-two to sixty-two. I think they get it done. I, I'm not too worried about it. Um, but like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Mal put the um upsets Trivium. And let's just put this question out in the air: If Malk beats trivium what does that say about malk and are they not a contender necessarily but could they compete with the upper echelon teams in the 2a with a win over trivium i think those are two very different questions i think that if they beat trivium they for sure belong in our top 10 and they have shown i mean Triv- uh, mojave accelerator we're giving you guys your shot right here right this is like your best shot to get into the top 10 at this point in the season. If they win, it shows that they can compete with some of the top-level teams for sure because that's Trivium. But I don't know that it means that they can compete with like the top tier, if that makes sense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I like this game for them. It's really exciting, and I think that they're going to have a great chance. So here we go. Don't disappoint us. Do not disappoint. Watch it be like a really low-scoring game. It's like 30, <laughs> it's like 30 to like 20. Oh, my gosh. No way. Okay, so let's move on to our next game. For that, that was Tuesday. Correct? That was Tuesday. That's Tuesday night, seven p.m. That is at Trivium. Okay, who we got next? Intro Eagle and Falcon Screech. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know what that was. Was that Chicken Lane Nate? Oh, stupid. Okay, keep going. That was pretty stupid, and I'm sorry for that, guys. Um, just. Forget about that by just joining the army, enlist now, go to our Patreon, subscribe, and sure. become a lieutenant or join the infantry. Sure. Anyways, um, big top 10 matchup in 3A. We got number two, Scott Still Christian, versus number four, Found Hills. Are they number four in our top 10? From last week, they were. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? You feel me? If you want to buy the new rankings... Check out I our Patreon. Anyways, um, this matchup is what we've been waiting for. Your boy is going to really? be there. Are you going? For sure? I'm going for sure, you freaking weenies. But your boy's going to be there. Ray Dog, our dog's going to be there pulling up. Be there, be square, fellas. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Scottsdale, better let me in for free. So, Coach Anderson, I hope you're listening. If not, we'll text you. They're probably not going to let you in for free. Let like, me in for free. <laughs> Coach Anderson, let me in for free, bro. I'm just that's all I'm saying, big dog. Okay, so who and this is cool too because this is Fountain Hill's first region, like region game. Let's so, just talk. Well, first of all, the three our region is stacked. It is. I don't care what anybody says, it's stacked. Okay, hold on. Who do you got in this game? Because we already know players, we talked about it a lot. We don't have to talk about Keaton Wharton and all that, you know, Scottsdale. Who do you have in this game? <laughs> you got a crazy look in your eye, dude. <laughs> Am I correct? Because I know who you got. 
Who do I have? You don't. You don't. I, I know you. Like you know. Me. I know you, dude. Yeah, who do I got though? Tell me. I got Violent Hills. Really? You look at you. You got Fountain Hills. Really? Re- really? Yes, I do. Why not? Do you think Fountain Hills has an answer for Elijah Williams for the shooting for Michael Fan? I've seen. I've Is seen, it Michael Fan or Matthew? Pause. I've seen Fan. Coach Bonner do a really good job against teams that shoot it very well. Right. I've seen Coach Bonner coach against really athletic teams very well. Right. I'm just saying, I think Coach Bonner, I think the shot clock could benefit them just mm-hmm. because can Scottsdale be disciplined enough in their defense to slow Fountain Hills down in the half court? I think they can. You think so? I think their length is going to be a little sure. bit bothersome but, for, but think about this last for, year. for Fountain Hills. But think about last year. Fountain Hills is bigger than they were last year. They, had a, they have a bigger team now than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Think about it. True. I'm just saying. So, and they've played against Scottsdale. They played against Valley Christian, even though they got you know dusted by Valley Christian last year. They didn't have Xavier Mike. They didn't have Xavier Mike, and that was the first game of the season. But you saw flashes of what they can do against a very long athletic team. Sure. That's all I'm saying. So, Coach Bonner is going to do a really good job. I don't think they blow out. Um, yeah, no. Scottsdale or anything like that. I don't think Scottsdale blows out Fallon Hills. You mm-hmm. might think otherwise. No, I don't. I didn't say that. You don't put words into my mouth. Hey, Keen or Coach Bonner. I hope you guys are listening to this because I'm just saying right now, I'm on your back right now. Um, I think Coach Bonner's gonna do a great job. You know, just game planning for Scottsdale. I mean, you kind of have to. Man, this is a really right. big. This could shake up our rankings, which would be really fun. Honestly, that would be really fun. Um, it wouldn't shake it up too much though if Scottsdale lost. My thing is this. A lot of teams have tried to slow down Keaton Ort, mm-hmm. and no teams have. have. Mm-hmm. Does Scottsdale come out differently? Maybe. I'm not saying like a box in one or anything like that, because I think they trust their guys. But how do you think they're going to play a Keaton Ort? Because every team that's tried to throw these different looks at him, he still manages a way to get what he wants. Here's what I'm going to say. I think that Scottsdale doesn't come out with any type of crazy game plan. Like I'm talking about, like a, like a diamond in one or something. Well, like I don't think that either. Yeah, I don't think that. But I will say, of all the teams that Fountain Hills has played against, Scottsdale is different. Like this is head and shoulders the best team that they will play against. That's true. Head and shoulders. We'll know a lot about Fountain Hills after this game. Yeah, and we'll know a lot about Scottsdale too. So I'm really excited about this. I got Scottsdale winning this one. I got them winning by about like ten. I got Fountain Hills by six. Yeah, it's gonna be super fun though. At SCA, it's, it's where it's I have about. to go. I have to go. I'm gonna go. How many times have I said that to you on the pod, and I just haven't gone? Lou always says I have to go, and guess who pulls up by himself to the gyms? Right, me. Yeah, it's all good. It's gonna be super fun though, and we'll see this region get off to a really good start between Fountain Hills and Scottsdale. So that's definitely a game to be on the lookout for on Wednesday. Let's move on to Thursday, I think it is. Thursday is right? a big-time match between Sabino and Thatcher. Oh, that is a good – and that's also a conference game now, or a region game. That now. is a region game, and it's at Thatcher. Okay, so here's the question that I have. Right. The, is Thatcher ready to rebound now? Because they've dropped quite a few here, and they, they've been struggling a little bit. Are they able to right the ship here on Thursday against Sabino? And I think at this point, does Sabino have – um? Weston Haybig's out. Is he still out? He's still out. Okay. As far so, as I know. Okay, yeah, because Thatcher right now is 0-2. With the other football players. Yeah. They get dusted by Eastmark in the football state champion. I'm so sorry, Thatcher. But um. What was the score for that? I don't even know. It was a blowout. Really? Um, yeah. 
not blow up, but you know, East Mark took care of business. Former small ball school, no more than the big A, so we don't big four A, so we don't really care about them anymore. Um, and Sabino's been kind of up and down. You know, lost to Suarez forty six to seventy four. They beat Empire sixty nine to forty one, and they lost to Micah Mountain seventy to eighty two. They play Walden Grove December twelfth, and I mean now they're going to play against Thatcher. So I mean I don't know. And then they got Coolidge after that, which is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'm kind of interested to see. I think it's a really good matchup for Thursday. Um, I think I got Thatcher in this one. I'm gonna go ahead and say Thatcher too. Um, I think without Weston Haybig, that takes away a lot. Um, and you're sure he's still out? As far as I know, I could text my source okay. later this evening just to make sure. Okay. But as far as I know, I think he's still out. Um, obviously, that's a huge hit. I think Thatcher with all their football guys back, sure. like Napier and all of them. I think obviously it's tough to you know get right back into the mix after you know a couple months of playing football. But mm-hmm. I think Thatcher will be fine. They're really well coached. Um, we don't really know much about Sabino besides you know. Their best players, Weston Haybeck, who's out. I keep saying that, so right. I'm repeating. <laughs> I was going to say, my God. I keep saying that like five times now. But, I yeah. got Thatcher in this one, but I think it is still close. I think it's like a like an eight to ten point spread here. I got Thatcher. It's also at Thatcher, so, I mean, that's going to. Thatcher by 15. Yeah. How far is Thatcher from Sabino? I couldn't imagine. Well, so, pretty probably. probably uh, I don't know, because what? Thatcher's in the f- east, and then Sabino's down towards like Tucson. Okay. So, I don't even know. My guess before you even say it, I'm gonna go ahead and guess three hours, two really? and a half. Three hours? No, wait, 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 an hour, two hours. I don't think it's that far, actually. Are you looking it up? Yeah, no, it's not that far. How far is it? Like Thatcher, Tucson. It does just doesn't look that far. Yeah. Well, t- I'm not looking up like exactly how far. I'm but... gonna look up how far. Okay, Keep talking ahead. while I freaking look it up because. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Thatcher is not off to a great start. They have dropped a lot in our top 10. But, you know, that they have an opportunity here to redeem themselves against Sabino, which I think that they can do, and I think that they will do, especially because at home. I'm really interested to see how long it's going to take for Thatcher to kind of even themselves out. I, oh, think, I was right, 2 hours and 12 minutes, boom. Okay. I think that a great thing for them after this Sabino is going to be the Eddie Martinez Invitational. Globe, Santan Foothills, Potsdam Butte. Florence, those are great hey, teams. Hey, shout out to Santan Foothills for, you know, starting up to a great start. They did last season. That's why we haven't been talking about you guys, because you guys did this last season. Mm. And then towards the second half of the season, you guys not necessarily fell apart, but. They also lost some some players, too. So, yeah. Yeah. But, okay, that's a great game for Thursday. I think we got two more left, because I know we said four, but I think we're going to do five this time. So, we got two more matchups left. Let's move on to, are we staying Thursday? Are we going to Friday, Saturday? Uh, Let's go Friday. Um, and like fellas, we're kind of interested in what you guys have to say too. If you guys have a match of a week that you think we should talk about, please let us know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Drop it in the comments under a little match of the week, but hey, like talk about this game. And you never know, maybe next week we'll talk about it or something like that. Or if we're forgetting something, we'll make a cool graphic for it. Sure. Because that'd be kind of fun. Um, you have Morenci versus St. David. I don't really think that's really a big time matchup. Ooh, this one's actually a really good matchup. I never already talked about them. Um actually. There's actually, oh, so this one's kind of loaded. Friday's low-key loaded because there's a lot of tournaments going on. Um, Valley Collision plays Arapahoe from Colorado, so we don't know much about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I saw the one. I think Mogion plays Mal. That's a good one. That's a good matchup right there. That's a pretty solid matchup for Friday. Um, St. David versus Morenci. I think Mogion, I mean, this is, this is the team that Mogion lost to. 
mm-hmm. last season. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's a grudge match. It's a grudge match. It's at 430. It's at Mogi on high school. This is on Friday? Friday. Friday. I'm going to go ahead. You call me crazy, but I'm going to say Mogi Young gets the win here. See, I got Mojave Accelerated in this one. Okay. And I got Mojave Accelerated in that one, so. Okay. But I do love that because it is like a rematch, you know? Yeah, oh, it's a rematch. So You get to kind of look at that. Ooh, here's a good one. Is this our last one right here, Saturday? No, this is Friday. This is Friday. This is Friday. Bisbee versus Pima. Ooh. There's been talks about bisbee there the has been a Pumas, lot of talks about bisbee and saying that we should probably have them a little bit higher coach hernandez i hope you're listening if not any schools that know coach hernandez put them on arizona small ball podcast so we can listen <laughs> maybe he'll join the army but we are gonna see you know how how legit is bisbee because in max preps rankings they got him number one i think that's wild it is wild i think it's pretty wild but i do they cracked into our top 10 last week they're still in our top 10 this week but you know them playing against the pima that's going to be really tough for them yeah so just to kind of mention the teams that bisbee kind of went over then we'll give our predictions bisbee's beat a hayden they beat a joseph city they beat a gregory school they beat a saint augustine team which is you know saint augustine is kind of like a mid-major low to mid-major way um they beat san carlos Mm. and then they got benson tonight Mm-hmm. Monday night. Yeah. No, Tuesday night. I'm sorry. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So they got them Tuesday night. So what I do you have in this game? Do you think Bisbee is gonna be able to withstand the height and the size, the aggression of Pima? Well, it's kind of hard because we don't really know much about Bisbee. And I don't want to just look up, you know, oh, they got this and that, because that's just not genuine. So I'm going in here blind. But this will tell us a lot about Bisbee if they're actually a contender or not. Even if they do lose to Pima, which I do think they will, mm-hmm. I think Pima has too much size. I think um, yeah. Ashby and them are going to be a little bit too much for Bisbee. Um, I've got I've got Pima in this one. I got Pima too. Yeah. But I'm gonna say it's a closer game. If it's closer game, I think that lets us a little bit. Oh, you think Pima by twenty? Yeah, I think twenty plus. I got Bisbee by twelve. Wait, you just said you got Bisbee by 12? Oh, whoa, Pima, 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 Pima by 12, Pima by 12. Yeah, I got Pima by 20 plus. I did see Bisbee. I looked them up from last year and watched them play, and I kind of looked at some players that are back and players that left. I just, I don't think that they're in the same tier as a Pima is, and and that's okay. Well, that's true. But, but I could be wrong, so excited about that one. Very excited about that one. Okay, so do we got one more game, or is that it? I think we got one more. I feel like we should do one more. I feel like we should do one more just for everybody around just to see. Oh, all right, dude, you freaking, you son of a gun. Um, <laughs> Big time matchup for our final matchup of the week. There's actually two, but I think the one's bigger. Monument Valley plays out to say, that's a good one, whatever. Um, Valley Christian versus Push Ridge mm. at. Thank you for this. Push Ridge. Push Ridge. I needed this. Thank you for this. This is the perfect game to end it on. Now, is this without Luke Shaw? If it's without Luke Shaw, does Push Ridge win? No. But I will say without this. A push ri- without a Push Ridge. Without a Luke Shaw and a Grant Woods. <laughs> push Ridge doesn't play. Who wins? Who wins? <laughs> um, without a Grant Woods and a Luke Shaw. Who knows? Grant Woods could be. I, th- I think he's actually out for the second half of the season. Um, yeah, I think who? Grant Woods. Why the second half? I think he has to wait. Wait, the first half? 
or the first half. My right. Bad. Okay. Well, you guys, you got to make sure you're saying that right. I meant to say that he's good for the second half okay, of the I season. So without Grant Woods and possibly Luke Shaw, which hopefully he gets a speedy recovery because the kid's lighting it up right now. Mm-hmm. I heard some sources. I'm not going to just mention it, but, you know, he did get offered by a school. I'm going to let his coach and all them, you know, talk about that if they want. He posted it already, like the, the Luke Shaw did. Oh, did he? Oh, so he got offered by, you know, Northern Colorado. UNC, the University of North Carolina. <laughs> Northern Colorado. University of Caleb, Northern Colorado. Caleb Shaw is currently right now, and Caleb Shaw is, you know, doing his work over there. Congrats to you guys. Anyways, Valley Christian versus Push Ridge at Push Ridge. Call me crazy. I think you got Valley in this, but I'm going to go ahead and say Push Ridge upsets Valley. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very close game by four. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, you know, I got to say this too. This is hard for me whenever we're talking about Push Ridge. I love Push. And and I love our unofficial mom of the Arizona Small Ball Podcast and Kelly Franco. I mean, Kelly Franco, shout outs to you. It honestly, it broke my heart a little bit last time when you posted a story of me picking somebody different than Push Ridge. And I was like, dang, dude. Like, how, how did I go against? Well, guess what? Kay Franco. She's going to do it again. I know, man. I know. But this shows my unbiased because Kay Franco. At K Franco is like one of my favorite, it's probably my favorite fan that we have. You know what I mean? Of the podcast. It's tough. Would you would you disagree? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying it's well, really punches. It's hard, man. Like, but this shows my unbiased. I got Valley Christian this one. I'm sorry, K Franco. You got Valley by a lot too. I know you do. I don't have him by a lot. I have him by about 15. That's <laughs> not that much. So I was talking to Coach, uh, Coach Greg from valley christian and he said slight flex he said slight flex we're just talking so he said that him and that they have never played good at push ridge but that has always been a struggle for them and i think last time that they lost to push ridge it was at push ridge why do you think i said that you just knew huh you just historically you just knew that i do my research bro so i do know that what do you know Luke? you know what do you know? This is a game that Coach Greg is not overlooking. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he's not overlooking that. So, Valley is going to be ready to go. Will they be? They will be. I think they're going to be too much. So, yeah. Again, I'm sorry, K. Franco. We're just going to end the pod with that. Cause... Do you think Push Ridge has enough to stop the Greer brothers Yeah. and their role, and their role players? Mm-hmm. I think that, what's it called? Uh, Push has, like, a clear size advantage. Like, inside, you know what I'm saying, with their big coming back. Oh, so he is back. Mm-hmm. The seven, the footer. Yeah. Wait, the what? Wait, who's your, who's the big? You said the footer. Who's the, the footer? footer? Well, who's the big? How tall is he? Uh, well, way he's like six something. He's he's big. He's got like I think it's like six four, six five, something like that. No, it's not that big. no I know, but I've, I'm the, just saying the Greer brothers are six five and six four, buddy. Have you looked at how big Will Way is though compared to them? Nope. I'm just saying they have a size advantage. Just just watch. Okay. I'm just telling you. Okay. Um, so yeah, that, that's my prediction for it. We got to end the podcast here because I'm just I'm my heart's breaking right now. Man. We gotta go. Is there anything else that you want to say uh to all of our listeners before we get out of here? Oh uh, yeah, like I said, like I said, we're always gonna do the slight plug-in, you know what I mean? Like I said, um the Patreon keeps blowing up. We appreciate you guys showing love and support for us. Like I said, all that you guys do helps us do a little bit more for this show. Um, so like I said, if you haven't Join the army and list now. We want you. Um, and also, fellas and ladies, Christmas is rolling around the corner. And if you haven't already, you need a quick little stocking stuffer for your man. Or, fellas, you just need to buy something to up your game. Go to manscaped.com. 
get the platinum package or get the premium package collection. Like I said, they have other things to help your hygiene peak. It's going to be there. You're going to be great. Use our promo code AZSmallBall. Again, that's AZSmallBall. Like I said, go to Manscaped. Get what you need. Up your game. Ladies, you need a stocking stuff for your man. This is a great gift. Like I said, go to Manscaped right now. Handle that. And obviously, anything that you guys do, it helps us as well. So, uh, yeah, so super cool. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.